and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm happy that you're listening to my podcast by talking today about how we bring more life into our lives and discover the life force for it. Do you feel like you've already experienced enough? What plans have you already made for later? The source of eternal youth has been sought by countless people in history and has remained undiscovered or inaccessible until now, as far as I have found out in my research. But what is the secret of the vitality of many people even without this fountain of youth into old age? And how do we bring more life into our daily lives? If someone tells me that they don't want to reach a certain age, then of course this can be seen from two sides. On the one hand, I can understand that being sick and old is not a nice foresight. On the other hand, there is a certain potential for influence. Looking back, over the past 12 years, I have found that changing my diet has had an extremely positive impact on my vitality. Of course, there may be health circumstances that cannot be solved, but at the same time, Diet and exercise have a decisive influence on whether we have a better or worse life value in old age. Maxman Maltz concludes in Psychocybernetics about his personal thoughts about life and its truth from his point of view, not as a doctor, but as a person, namely about super beliefs, hypotheses and philosophies. Dr. Hans Selye once said that some truths cannot be used by medicine but by the patient. As we learn further in Psychocybernetics, Maxwell Maltz believes that the essence of humans is what drives the machine, so to speak, inhabits, directs and controls, and uses it as an instrument. More precisely, he means that the human essence is out of body. Furthermore, the author writes that the strong constitution with which people who live long and well are endowed seems to be connected to elements over which we have considerable control, not least the infinite setting and resetting of goals so that we have something meaningful to live in. You may have heard that today's 60 is supposed to be the new 40. As much as man ponders about old age, man is looking for more vitality. According to Dr. Hans Selye, the strength of this life force is evident throughout our lives, from cradle to grave and the countless stressful situations we face. On the one hand, he sees life as such as a stress factor, on the other hand, the continuous adaptation to it, as I understood it. Accordingly, the adaptive energy as such can eventually even overcome diseases, heal wounds or triumph forward the stressors. This also means that this energy keeps all other organ functions running. As I mentioned before, the better quality of my diet has had a positive effect on my quality of life. And although Maxwell Maltz was more fascinated by psychological life extension and improvement, he incorporated a physical component and assumed there would be some exciting developments and discoveries that would have an impact on age, with the question of what the elixir of youth could be. In the previous episodes on Psychosybernetics, we have already talked about the success mechanism, which includes qualities such as optimism and cheerful positive thinking. 
in the context of surgery, the author found out the group that did not receive a particular serum responded in principle just as well to the procedure as the average operated person who was given that serum. Specifically, Maxwell Maltz focused on the healing process and found that in both groups of people there were people who had experienced a rapid healing process. And this rapid healing could not be explained by different age, blood pressure, diet, etc., but by the acquired characteristics and attitudes that make up the success mechanism. This ultimately means that the attitude of mind can affect the body's healing mechanism. For me, this raises the question of whether we are not even thinking ourselves into old age. On the one hand, as mentioned before, our vitality can certainly be improved, in my view, with a higher quality diet. On the other hand, I think that all efforts which are even supported by sports are useless if our mindset does not fit. Maxwell Maltz also writes that our serum mechanism has the ability for our bodies to recover even without the help of current medicine. With regard to getting old, he states as decisive what our personal target image looks like, which in my view confirms my assumption about the mindset. In connection with aging, Dr. Anseli talks about the capillaries of the human body, because our bodies cleanse over them. Too little draining and inactivity therefore lead to dehydration. Why the supply of the body must not be ignored in all positive images for the future is shown by the criticism that has repeatedly been leveled at the secret veranda burn. Because, just as it is necessary to take appropriate action for prosperity, so is it necessary for health. Expressed in sharp words, sitting on the couch and eating chips won't be enough in either case. Dr. John Schindler describes in his book How to Live 365 Days a Year about six basic needs of every human being. First, love. Second, safety. Third, creative expression. Fourth, acknowledgement. Fifth, new experiences. And sixth, self-esteem. Maxwell Maltz adds the need for more life and brings in the pursuit of goals. Because according to his way of thinking, the need for vitality has a lot to do with which and whether goals in life are strived for at all. He adds that the positive outlook into the future develops this need, into a future with joy, enjoyment, something important, etc. In psychocybernetics we further learn that creativity is closely linked to the life force. Working people who are creative, such as painters and writers, not only live longer, but also remain productive longer. Shaw continued to write plays until 90. Again, what's the secret here? Maxwell Maltz does not mention working until the end of one's life and then being carried away from work as a secret, but positive expectations and employment. In his opinion, there are countless options for staying active beyond the original professional activity. The focus should not be on longing for the best, but on trust, courage, interest, optimism and foresight in order to bring new life and more life into life. Enthusiasm for life brings with it the need for it and is delivered. Have you often heard that people didn't survive the time of their retirement for long? 
If work is the only purpose in life besides the family, if no leisure interests develop during professional life, then, as far as I know, there is talk of a so-called pension shock. This means for me that retirement is like a kind of sorting out, so that retirement from life goes hand in hand. Maxwell Maltz also takes this line when he writes, among other things, about the feeling of uselessness. In any case, each phase of our lives has different advantages and disadvantages. According to this, a young age may bring curiosity and willingness for adventure, whereby the experience increases with age, and exactly this has a beneficial effect. Maxwell Moore sees the health circumstances in principle in the way I mentioned at the beginning today. Of course, these circumstances must be taken into account, symptoms of illness and signs of aging must be considered. Nevertheless, he emphasizes that with any age it can be decided how we react, and this should be the motivation to apply and master the concepts and techniques from psycho-cybernetics. The goal should be to stay younger than the age indicates. Even though science has made some progress in recent decades, like Maxwell Maltz, I see a certain magic in what constitutes our existence as human beings. In his view, it is possible to describe how healing works, but not what exactly happens. He added that it is beyond his understanding of how the energy of the life force works for the healing process, as well as the origin of the creation of this process. Dr. Alexis Carell, who, among other things, was a Nobel Prize winner for the first heart transplant performed and theorized that under certain conditions cell division could be infinitely possible, has only found the explanation based on his personal observations of spontaneous healings in Lourdes that strong confidence in healing accelerates it. Despite this realization, Maxwell Maltz writes about small miracles that have nevertheless happened every time a wound heals itself by growing new tissue, simply put. Furthermore, the author concludes that medical and trust-based healing should come from the same source and work together. All in all, we should not set limits to ourselves, use our own rational thinking and test hypothesis for ourselves, and he expressed his personal view of our lives as below. I believe that there is one life, one ultimate source, but this one life is expressed in many channels and manifests itself in many forms. In order to get more life out of life, we should not limit the channels through which life may come. We have to accept that, whether it's through science, religion or psychology or not. In the same way, we should not reject the channel of other people. Be too proud of it, because even in our prejudices, and the idea of our own importance do not fit, we can draw help, happiness and joy from this source. Finally, Maxwell Maltz expresses his thoughts on our creation and there are many points of view. First of all pointing out that the assumption about life should not be determined by one's own feelings of unworthiness which so many people face. He names God as the Creator who has offered us forgiveness, peace of mind and happiness through self-acceptance. We should use these gifts for the best self-image of ourselves. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch my new video on Live Fairy TV on Sunday. I wish you a magical time 
All love, Stefan Josef.